is What Shall We Do About with Sam Robinson. Hello and welcome to What Shall We Do About, the show that tries to fix the world's less pressing problems. The world of virtual reality has dominated tech news headlines across the last decade. By simply strapping on some goggles, a user can be transported anywhere to a simulated experience like in the real world or not. But so far, this technology is yet to be perfected. It's also caused a number of health and safety concerns and it hasn't taken off as well as its creators would have hoped. L. Graham, also known as The Artist Woods, has engaged with virtual reality in what she believes is a world first. Not only has she released her debut album, Crystal Ball, in 2020, but she also built the complete album virtually into the game Minecraft. I invited Woods to discuss this virtual reality and the process of working with an online community to turn music into a visual virtual world. Elle Woods, good to have you on the podcast. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I am so, uh, I'm a fan of your music, but I'm also so intrigued into the, the world that you've created around your music as well. Let's talk about your album first. Debut album came out a month or so ago, Crystal Ball. It sounds a bit like this. Tell me what happened, show me where I've been, cause I'm feeling lost. Oh, I, oh, I wish I had a crystal ball. I'd love to know, I guess, releasing an album in 2020, did COVID-19 affect the timeline of that album releasing into the world? Definitely. I was, so I've been working on this album for two years and I was originally about, I think it was going to come out last October. And then we were sort of like, no, let's push it forward into March 2020 and have a really nice sort of packaged release and um, have, you know, um, a bit of time up our sleep to get it all right. So I was looking at going to South by Southwest um, and doing a bunch of sort of overseas shows and a bunch of touring around Australia. So I was really gearing up to performing a lot this year. And um, as soon as March kind of happened, we were really on the back foot being like, should we push it to next year? Or like quite a few people were saying like they were pushing it back quite far. So um, in the end, I think... I just really wanted to get it out there and the music was always the, you know, the the middle, the heart of it. So um, the kind of the touring and the, the promo, um, I don't know, I just sort of pushed on and tried to work out new digital solutions, which turned out to be really fun. Yeah, and we'll get to that soon. But um, what what is it like? So you've released a number of EPs over the years and, and I imagine putting an album together is a different you know, kettle of fish, so to speak. At what stage in the current state of, of the music industry do you take that step to release a full album? Like, what, what, why did it take so long and, and what was it that pushed you over the edge to, to pull an album together? Well, I think um, there's a, a couple of factors. I guess uh, I, I definitely think putting out an album when you have sort of a, a dedicated group of fans that are excited about it is a good call. Um, but then I have some friends who've put out albums as their first thing. It's like it's really whatever you whatever you want to do. Um, I was working out, I've been doing this independently and I've been working with Believe Digital on this record. So it was kind of like a little bit of um, a discussion with them of how we were going to do it because a lot of these kind of um, artist-friendly kind of partnerships, I, I suppose they've sort of emerged in the last two years, at least to my understanding. So 
it has been um, something where we are carving our own path and working it out ourselves. But yeah, I think I did a lot of writing for it and really it could have come out end of last year or, or so. Like it was a lot of planning to try and get like the film clip side and getting all the touring and sort of lining it all up like you would on uh, I suppose on a major you would have this whole like submit your masters and then have a big plan so we were figuring that out for ourselves so I suppose that would have taken a bit of time but um it's also for me I'm a big fan of albums and I really like listening all the way through so I really I was on this search for a bunch of different songs and stories that linked and had sort of like a beginning middle and an end and um yeah that was very important to me so Potentially that took a little bit of time too. Of course. Now, that that's the album side of things. But then there's also yeah. the other side of things that you're into, Minecraft. Yeah. I have never played Minecraft. I don't know much at all about Minecraft. And I imagine there are people listening to this podcast who, who haven't played Minecraft as well. So can you explain what Minecraft is? So I started playing Minecraft in 2017. Um, it came out. I think in 2009 um, and I knew about it through my cousins um, who are a little bit younger than me and um, they were really into it and we had this summer vacation where they were wearing like Minecraft merch and we're talking about it all the time hmm. and um, at the time like I guess I grew up on The Sims which uh, I just really liked making houses and designing things and really fleshing out like this whole suburb and I would say in Minecraft it's this limitless variant of that where like you can place a block walk away like it's like a limitless world and um you just keep as you walk it keeps expanding and generating so you have different forests and deserts and um water worlds and it's really fun but then you also have the opportunity to have like your own server so when I first started playing Minecraft it was me and my housemates we had a little village as well as like a kind of extended friend family Mm. um, where we would all just jump in. And it was kind of like, you can also chat in it. You can have, like you connect through Discord and like have audio chat or you can type. So I just thought it was a really cool social game. Um, We weren't really playing it maliciously. We weren't, you can sort of do that, um, like destroy things and um, go on big quests and up the danger settings and things. But um, we were really just doing it as a creative social platform. And so in 2017, I was really excited about that. And I thought like this would be a great thing to have your fan base sort of involved in um, creating something or just having a place where you can hang out in this kind of virtual realm. And um, I think because every other plan I had, like that was sort of like, what if we just did this little thing, like as a side note, but every other plan kind of changed or got deleted this year. And so I was like, all right, I can plan in Minecraft. Um, We're going in and... um, I think I also did these listening parties last year where I got to talk to a bunch of sort of like core woodling fans in each of the capital cities. And we did all share a lot of similar interests in fantasy genre and gaming and um, being quite tech savvy. And so I just had a feeling from like talking to them that like an idea like this would potentially work for us, Mm. especially now getting us through lockdown and being able to create my whole album song for song inside the game. Yeah. So that's what I want to ask you about. You've 
you've managed to create Crystal Ball, the album, inside of a game, which I believe is a world first that hasn't been done before. Yeah, I was looking into like Guinness World Records. Apparently, that's sort of more of a a corporate like business. I don't know if it's like actually. I just remember those books being like ten years old and be like, whoa. But um, looking into, it, I'm like, oh, maybe this is like a big process. Yeah, but it, it might is. Be. It's a world first, apparently. Yeah, and that's and that's really cool. But I would love to know how how it works. How do you take you know, 10 songs and then put them into a game so that it, it's kind of, it complements each other. How did you do it? How does it work? Well, I think when I'm writing, I'm usually thinking of a different place, like a song like Queen of the Night on my album. Um, I was thinking about being in a desert sort of land with like the Sandman and these big fields of desert blooms. Land of never, never really wandered through the desert when the sand I was already in that place and so a game like Minecraft where there's all of these different biomes and generative environments, it kind of made sense to just go and find like a bit of desert and place that song in there. And um, because as we were building, my community hadn't heard the songs yet, I sort of buried lyrics in there so you could take visual cues from the lyrics. But also because I was streaming at the same time, I was able to kind of talk about the process and some of the key moments um, to the point where one of my community members has now built some previous EPs of mine in the world based on the same sort of concept of like taking lyrics and taking like the thematic parts of the song and building these like beautiful sculptures on his own island. So <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> wow. it's been cool. I think it's sort of taking the themes and lyrics and backstory and just creating an environment for the song to live inside. So yeah, that's been really cool. How long did it take you? I imagine this is not a, a thing you can do quickly. <laughs> um, we've been going, well, it was three and a half months till um, till the launch. So, And I was streaming Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, some of them were longer streams and others, I think at my best or like my worst, I don't know. <laughs> um, it was like a 10-hour day. Um, wow. But uh, it really, I think it's a, the type of project where it could have just been me kind of making stuff and talking through it. But like the kind of magic that happened was that a bunch of really dedicated people from all around the world, from London, from around Australia, um, jumped in and built, they were like, okay, let's do it. Like, what are we building today? And, um, so it just became a lot bigger than I had ever anticipated, which is awesome. So because I'm, I, I don't understand this very well, Woods, um, so you, it's it's you in a game. You, when you're streaming, you're inviting others in and you're building yeah. it together with them. Yeah. So I did it through pre-orders of my album. You got an access, like an email from me with a package with the IP address. Um, so you could jump onto the server. Um, you just had to download the game onto your computer. So it was a standalone kind of app. And, um, and so it, it was really nice. Like I had um, also Australian... Um, musicians, Mallrat, we had Ruby Fields and we had Montaigne, Dadiri. Um, we had these build battles and it was really cool in a time when in lockdown, like level four lockdown in Melbourne, you have like your avatars when you join the game, you just like appear on the spawn point and um, you just see like you can be like, look over there and like their heads move over and like, yeah, it, it is, it's really cute and 
feels kind of like kind of like hanging out in this like yeah. kind of funny way but um yeah so on the streams people could either join in the chat and sort of be like I wouldn't do it that way change this wall or like um you know you can do this with the blocks because there's so many things you can do in Minecraft like there's whole circuitry and like I don't know it, it's very <laughs> it's it's pretty limitless yeah yeah you could join in that way or you could actually jump in the game as your avatar and build alongside me so yeah and so really my cool understanding from what I've I've seen uh, a few images of it it's less of a village and more of a world you build a world yeah there's um there's one of the songs on the album called distant places I got everyone in the village to build their own island inspired by either something from their imagination or a place that they wanted to go to when lockdown was over. So we have like an island um, inspired by Turkey. We have this sort of like uh, sort of Tomb Raider style island. We have like Game of Thrones references all around the world. But you get in a little boat and you can just go around to all of these different places. And um, like that's a, a favorite. We had like a whole bunch of castles it's a it's a whole big map and um, we've got maps all over the um, world as well where you can kind of see where you are in the like in context. That's so and, cool. Um, yeah, and you can also label like I labeled all the songs and put all the lyrics in with some backstory. So it's kind of it's almost like going to like Storm King, like the sculpture garden where you're like, okay, and what's this? Like you can read the little plaque and be like, all right, this song, okay. Um, just in case you jump in and I'm not there and. It it's just yeah you don't know which, which way to go. Do you have a favorite part? We actually okay. So the the very last like the last reveal before like the world opened, um, my old housemate um, in the game Lanely, but um, in real life Jason, he's an architect, and he built something that he essentially built the album artwork block for block. So in Minecraft, every every object is like a different square, which is kind of I don't know you, you look at it and you're like, okay, I can make rectangles and I can make um, like just really simple shapes. Whereas he made something that kind of spirals around and it's this huge thing around the album artwork where if you zoom up from the sky, um, it's the album artwork with the sword and the armor. And that was really amazing because that was kind of running as a secret in the background. I didn't know what they were working on. So there was a couple like escape rooms and puzzles and like secret projects that happened in the world where live on the streams, I got to explore them. So that was really cool. Um, I think beyond that, our first like major build where like we had enough, like a, a lot of um, community members jumped in was Dancing in the Rain where we built kind of a Game of Thrones inspired castle. And um, that was cool because everyone would be working on their own little parts of it. And I think because we had a really strong reference, you could all just putter away on your own game of thrones slash medieval inspired um build and um and it all just became a big sort of collective um thing which yeah you look back and you can kind of see i remember all the conversations and all of the different streams and um all of the obstacles as well to overcome so that was really cool so how do you protect it now like if it's a collaborative project and you've built this world how do you Mm. stop someone from destroying it now well we I, we we were talking about that for a bit. Um, essentially, we've protected. You can go in and protect a bunch of sort of like the coordinates. So we've protected all of the major builds, and um, that's been really important. Um, also on Twitch, which is what I've been streaming this process on, 
um I have mods and sort of in the game you have fortunately like community members that are just really passionate about it and willing to to help you fight off the evil um <laughs> but yeah it's it, it has been a bit of a learning process about protecting it and also not just putting the IP out there and being like a free for all um it is now through Twitch through subscribing to my channel you get um those like sort of um bonuses through being a part of that and that means that we can kind of keep our lists of who's in the server and yeah mm. so lots of learning lots of learning this year of just like live streaming and protections in games and um yeah <laughs> it's it's, it's been great a lot. I'm I'm very curious to know so you as a music creator and you know constructing songs and albums and writing lyrics how does that overlap with you think this kind of virtual reality world like are there things that you see in your creative process that overlap Yeah I even playing Minecraft I'm inspired by lots of different things in there and it's like um just in the same way that I'm inspired by movies and films I think um when I'm producing or when I'm songwriting, often I'm collecting different samples and um, you kind of draw on previous experience and um, and you, you are kind of layering. Uh, often I'm experimenting with things, just being like, what would it be like if I did this and this? And like you're constantly making something new or like kind of tearing it down. So I think there is there's definitely crossovers in that kind of creative process. Um ultimately like I, I really enjoy making music and making this whole world around my music so I can see beyond like a game like Minecraft was really fun and that it was already it already existed and all of those different biomes were there like if you can create your own game for woods or like beyond you know um what's available if you create your own little like virtual reality of of um where my music exists like I'm I'm really excited about that and I do think we'll see more of those kind of crossover things with with artists and um you know multimedia. Mm. You're you're in Melbourne and you've just come out of one of the the hardest lockdowns in the world. So well done. Um, Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know how you did it. Uh you're all legends down there. But I imagine that um that something like this may not have taken place if it wasn't for a lockdown like that do you think that this mm. minecraft world you would have made it if it didn't happen a lot of our um our, our kind of master builders in the world were from melbourne as well and i think um we've had a couple sort of big stream conversations about it but it's just like it grew into something where not only were you creating something that's fun and takes you out of this kind of awful lockdown where it, it feels like you know, you have five Ks to walk around in for one hour a day. Um, those sort of things, it just made you, I don't know, just wake up and be like, all right, it's the same day again. Whereas like going into this project and like getting to know your community really well, having that transparency, I think um, it probably would, wouldn't have um, wouldn't have reached that sort of height any other time. Like potentially I would have tried to fit in some Minecraft between touring, but having that kind of one-on-one -on -one, interaction with your community and sort of realizing how they found your music or um, why they like games or why they wanted to be involved or how they're doing in lockdown as well and yeah I, I really I thought that was so special and in Twitch chat often I'll just be sort of doing my own thing and um, each of them will come in and be like hey how are you doing how are you doing and sort of amongst 
themselves as a community check in with each other yeah and um i just that that was really special to me and something i'll always um treasure from this year is like getting to know the people that um allow for me to this like for this to be my job Mm. yeah it's awesome it's really cool and I guess that leads us to talking about the, the problem we're trying to fix today, and that's virtual reality. You've created a, <laughs> a world of virtual reality in the midst of a pretty tough year in, in reality. Mm. Have you ever tried a VR headset? Have you ever worn a VR headset? I literally, um, I have one. We're literally in my studio. I have one of the little cardboard ones. Ah. Um, <laughs> um, earlier in the year, I was, um, isn't it the cardboard ones with the phone? Yeah, right. So you can put your phone in the thing and yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at in about March, my friend Ego, who was in the Minecraft world with me actually, but um, he is an amazing um, visual, uh, I don't know, multimedia artist. Yeah. And um, we were talking about sort of what we could do with the headsets and like pulling, pulling fans into that, like as it being like a pop out as part of the vinyl. I don't know. We were just exploring those different things. I don't know. At, at the end of the day, I think I didn't want to also like be selling music, but also trying to be selling headsets mm, Yeah, <laughs> because there's a lot of people that just don't, they're not on board just yet. Hmm. Um, I think there's, it's exciting, but it's, yeah, there's a few little steps I think in, in terms of like, even I used to live with um, coders and um, visual sort of creators and they had some of the first Oculus Rifts. And they were pretty laggy and made you feel kind of sick if you're in there for too long. Mm. But I was really excited about it because it's that kind of immersive experience. I just like Bjork where like going to her exhibition and it's like you walk into all these different worlds that she creates. It's like, yeah, it's, I'm very grateful for artists that, you know, really champion that technology. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, I've never tried one but myself and I've always oh, thought cool, about, cool. yeah, I've, I've always wanted to, but from what I've read, like, it seems like the VR hasn't quite taken off as well as creators would have hoped. I'll, I'll put an article in the show notes from the BBC. They said that earlier this year, VR hadn't taken off as predicted, quote, mm. few own their own headsets or use virtual reality in their day-to-day work. Why do you think this is? Why hasn't it taken off as they would have hoped, do you think? You mentioned you mentioned nausea before, like there's yeah. I mean, there's that. I think it's also one of those things where, like, maybe if Xbox or PS4 or like the companies behind these massive game stations, they're they're not pushing it so much, or like creating the I don't know, like whether whether that's a clue into it, it's just not ready for mass mass production, or like mm, it's mm. not. Um, but I I do think there's something quite quite beautiful in it and um i mean it's the technology is available it's just um yeah getting over that hurdle of like like even thinking of um playing like wii sports and stuff that felt pretty strange like running around the house and like um (laughs) i have i literally have a scar on my thumb from hitting my nana's um lighting fixture in her back room from playing wii really yeah but it's like i loved that but then it's you're like running around like punching the air and stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've seen those like VR headset sort of rooms where you, it's almost like it's a mapped out square and you kind of walk around and stuff. I think that's really cool. Is there any way that you can go VR into your Minecraft world, the album? Um, 
I think that would be relying on Minecraft since I'm I'm, I'm like creating the project in a pre-existing game. It would be like yeah. heavily reliant on them. But I did look at like when I was looking at involving it as part of my album, it was like, what if I put my film clips and things like 360 film clips inside there where you could walk around? Because originally I was just like, OK, if we're stuck in the house, I'm going to do all my film clips inside here and set up like robotic sort of. Um, runs down the hallway and I was planning all of these really crazy things and then it got to the point where I was like let's just wait it out mm. but um, I was thinking like that would be a really cool 360 idea to put in a headset but um, yeah I don't know it's just it's just tricky where as an independent artist it's like how how far do you push that idea if um, 10% of your audience might be on board like might even put on the headset and experience it Um Maybe like an artist like Billie Eilish could do it, but even then it would be what like 10% of her audience or 50%. It's still like it would be quite a big mission mm. for, for what it is. But um, I'm excited to see where the technology goes because I, I definitely there's something in it like watching the movie Her where they have it like kind of immersive in your living room where there's like characters and um, yeah, kind of projections and things. Yeah. That would well, be the- cool. Well, they're even saying, I, I remember reading an article, I can't remember what it was exactly, but uh, a little while ago talking about the future of cinema and if they managed to create a cinema experience with VR headsets, it would kill the cinema mm. industry if people adopted yeah. it because, you know, you could be seated in a cinema, you know, yep. get, the, get the right sound in and you mm. wouldn't need to go out to the movies. Um, mm. But in some ways, I also think that's kind of kind of not as good because you're not going to get the smells of the popcorn and the the communal mm. experience it seems like it's an escape from the realities of this world but also it's it's a lesser thing as well yeah do you think that's true yeah i think there's something even like with radio i've watched a couple of different talks where it's um like talking about like we love the collective experience and like listening to a song play on the radio for the first time or listening to something for the first time together going to a film premiere um being a part of something hearing people gasp or hearing like maybe those experiences would be good and that it's like all being there at the same time or like being able to be like you you might miss it if you don't get this ticket and arrive on time kind of mm. thing. Otherwise, it's like, oh, yeah, there's heaps of things on the internet I could watch. But, yeah, I, I definitely have missed collective um, experiences and sharing. Um, and maybe maybe there is something like in the headsets where it's just it's a bit too isolating and we crave human interaction. Mm. So you think, are you on board VR? You think it's a good thing? And you hope that they develop it more? I hope they develop it more. Like one of my friends, Maze, has talked on their Twitter about it's like this was the year for it. <laughs> like yeah. where is it? Yeah. And yeah, I, I I found that really interesting. So it's like, yeah, true. Like everything could have gone to it if it was ready. Yeah, I, I'm definitely excited to see where they can push it. And um, I, I'm very fascinated by the gaming industry as a whole just mm. in terms of this collective film slash, you know, game slash music slash sound design animation kind of combines a lot of amazing things. So those kind of, it'll always be interesting to me what they do next. Um, But yeah. That's cool. Who knows? (laughs) 
I, I'm curious to ask, so if people want to check out your, see if they've heard this podcast and think, oh, I want to see this world. Obviously, you can hear your music, uh, Crystal Balls, the album, but where, how can people see your Twitch, oh, sorry, see your Minecraft creation? Can they see it? Yeah. So um, I have, also, we have a bunch of like trailers and like wrap up videos on my YouTube channel, which is um, sort of like, if you want to just see what it was about, we also got featured on the Minecraft official channel. So that's been really that's cool, cool. Um, talking about the project. Um, if you want to try Minecraft, we have a lot of beginners in there that are now pros. Like you can pick it up pretty quickly, but that's now through my Twitch channel. So um, it's kind of like YouTube live or Instagram live, but it's kind of, I don't know, has more like chat and community and kind of like a Patreon for like mm. creators. Mm. Um, but yeah, you can jump in there, which I stream on Sundays and during the week doing some music stuff, but yeah, you can jump into the, the realm through that and through my discord channel. Um, we've tried to make it simple. I guess the easiest one is probably my website where I explain all of that a lot cleaner. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. Before we finish Woods, what shall we do about virtual reality? I don't know. I think ultimately... If you're if you're keen on it, it's just like sharing those things, like sharing awareness of it and um, celebrating it um, and um, getting behind things because that's sort of like I guess they pay attention to that. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. What's what's your thoughts on it? Well, I've got to give it a go to begin with. Oh, true. <laughs> but I think I think too. I think there's definitely a place for it, and I'd like to see it developed yeah. more. Um, mm. But I also want to not get so consumed in other things that I don't notice the good stuff around, you know, um, like totally. going for walks. Even even when I stick podcasts in my ears when I go for a walk, I feel like, what am I missing out on? Am I missing out on hearing birds chirping? And So I wonder mm. whether there's ways in which if VR is developed that maybe there's more ways of... I mean, even I love the way that you've made this this world of your album so you're immersed in the music. You're getting an extra element to it through the visuals. Like, I love that. Yeah. It's always been very important to me. I think another thing I've noticed this year, like maybe with VR has a place in it, but like um, some of the live streaming events, the sort of inclusivity and um, creating, you know, if, if you're at home with kids or if you're in regional areas, you can tune in like live at the forum, like see something that's sort of in the moment, a shared communal experience. You can hear people laughing. Yeah. You can hear people applauding and be a part of something that um, doesn't exist after um, a set time. Um, so, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of space for it and it's just sort of like maybe the technology is has to catch up a little bit or it's even just like something some kind of like massive artist i don't know radiohead's like our next album's only in this headset like see you later mic drop and then <laughs> people get involved but um yeah it, it is it is exciting and surely surely it's going to keep growing yeah i think so well woods thank you for your time and uh and all the best as you continue to create new worlds who knows what's next on minecraft right uh, thank you thanks so much for having me Woods' debut album, Crystal Ball, is available now. And you can also keep up with her work at Woods Music on Instagram and at woodsmusic.com. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, why not tell your friends about it? And do hit subscribe to get new episodes in your feed every single Tuesday. 
You can also find the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All the links are in the show notes. And feel free to shoot me an email anytime at whatshallwedopod at gmail.com. I'm always very pleased to hear from you. What Shall We Do About is hosted and produced by me, Sam Robinson, with original theme music by Chad Gardner.